Welcome, everyone, to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torin. Oh, we have a great show for everyone this week. We're going to be talking about the DCEU uh, now that, you know, it's dead. Uh, we're going to be talking about that and maybe what they could have changed or what they could have done differently. And also going to be doing a, a tier list for all the films that have released. And uh, we also have the news of the week. So if you want to jump around straight to the topic or to, to any particular piece of news, you can do so in the description or the show notes. And with that, let's just get right into the news to... Small week this week in terms of news. We only got a couple things here, but uh, what we do have is pretty uh, substantial and also concerning <laughs> for one of them uh, in this one here. This is according to Variety. Christopher Reeve's family say they did not have any involvement in a CGI cameo in The Flash and they haven't watched the film. Fucking any machetes cooked. <laughs> any machetes, Warner Brothers, like they didn't. So they, they had no involvement. I thought for sure they'd. They act, but then again, if they had George Reeves, although there's no family for George Reeves, so I guess that kind of makes sense. But Christopher Reeve, they didn't ask Christopher Reeves' family. That's I just I, I so, can't. That I can't. Is, that's so disrespectful. That's insanely disrespectful. It was already disrespectful with George Reeves, and just the fact that it was bad <laughs> just a bad sequence <laughs> uh and, and now yeah i don't fucking yikes man could have could have literally used archive footage instead of doing like cgi i bet they did use archive footage and just use it in like tandem but like still i don't I know mean, but, but even then like yeah they're they're still like yeah better, i get it yeah it would have been better than just like cgi people it looked like it looked like a CG model that they projected a face onto. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking weird. Anyway, <laughs> that's a, that's an issue. That's uh, I yeah, I thought for sure they got permission, but I guess not crazy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is according to the Hollywood reporter, a uh, huge uh, sort of uh, article on daredevil and sort of updates regarding that uh again hollywood reporter uh philip silvera who served as stunt and fight coordinator on the netflix daredevil series is now returning for born again huge w Just huge w massive w they are cooking truly <laughs> Uh, um, also daredevil born again will no longer be 18 episodes but instead more in line with the netflix show's original episode count per season which of course was 13 episodes um the 18 episodes thing we were obviously very excited for it because we were very tired of the six episode format rightfully so <laughs> uh even though that does seem like they sort of figured it out towards this the end here um but still the 18 episodes it is a lot but considering the original plan for the series it being like a lawyer procedural uh 18 episodes did make sense but considering they want to bring it back to more of its netflix roots uh bringing down the episode count certainly certainly makes more sense uh since they're going that route so not not 18 episodes of daredevil but it's still it's it you know Quality over quantity. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Marvel is also working on new plans for its slate of street-level heroes, as well as planning the future of Echo. And uh, past seasons of Daredevil have reportedly done really well on Disney Plus recently uh, due to Echo. So, really good shit all around, man. We're finally, Daredevil's pro 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 finally getting, like, 
the praise it deserved. I mean, it was, it was always getting praise because you know, it's an incredible series. But, you know, now that it's really, uh, you know, putting its tendrils into the actual MCU, uh, now that it's canon and, you know, Echo being a part of it and Daredevil, the Daredevil series being so integral to the enjoyment of that series. I mean, we just, we just talked to our friend Joel yesterday and uh, his girlfriend, they watched echo and they and, and she was like, it was good. But you know, I like, like we were like, if you haven't seen daredevil, which they haven't, haven't seen, there's a lot of echo that you, you can, you can glean a lot more from it. If you have seen daredevil, um, so that's really good. Also, Punisher has gotten a boost. Uh, it like it's really good stuff for for uh, for this side of the MCU. And I can only imagine that they're seeing these numbers and they're going to be, you know, focusing on it a, uh, a lot more. It's just super exciting stuff. And of course, you know, the stunt coordinator and fight coordinator being back is just it's a recipe for just great television. For sure. That's the news of the week. Which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is, you know, the DCEU and whatnot. It's dead. It's gone. Shit's fucking finally. <laughs> Bro's uh, been waiting for this day. I have. Uh, we're going to be doing a tier list. Uh, you know, if you're, this is your first time watching or listening to this, we did a MCU tier list not too long ago. Uh, and I'm doing it on PC, so if you hear some clicking from my mouse apologies but also deal with it fucking losers anyway let's start let's start with man of steel what a way to uh start the dceu huh b b b i think you meant to say c to b minus now well, i'll put it in b uh i will say it has grown on me not by much it, I, I i've, I've sort of always had the same thoughts towards it it's just uh some of those edges have softened over time mm-hmm. you know but yeah i it's... recently rewatched it oh yeah true you did and i like i said i did not i don't remember how long it was like when i watched it back then um but now yeah it, like like you said it has grown on me um i do have a newfound appreciation for it I still have my qualms with it, you know, being that Superman, I mean, just the entire movie is like, you know, a little dark, kind of when it comes to color palette, Superman killing Zod, I used to think that was like the coolest shit, but I'm just like, you know, it could have been done differently, that dumb family didn't get the fuck out of the way. They really could have just moved. <laughs> like ain't no fucking way you're just gonna stand there you could have just like you know like ducked under it or whatever superman could have done something different but you just killed him i'm just like damn very bold moves Zack Snyder. very very bold but yeah i'll give it like a b minus yeah that makes sense to me and like obviously if you're gonna start you know a dc universe superman makes a lot of sense for sure and this is this is still in sort of like a, this limbo area within the DCEU where they still weren't sure because because we got to keep in mind like from Man of Steel to BVS it's a three year gap so they they did they didn't like plan it out like immediately in fact Zack Snyder was just uh, signed on just to do this film he wasn't uh, he wasn't supposed to be the architect of the DCEU just yet 
and they were still in uh, within Warner Brothers, still debating whether whether they wanted to fold in the Dark Knight uh, stuff into this because you know obviously it was just a year after the Dark Knight Rises. Christopher Nolan is credited as a producer, and I think he he even wrote some stuff for Man of Steel. Um, yeah, he did. So yeah, so it's really it's an interesting thought that what could have been. Uh, I do think it would be weird, like Zack Snyder's Superman and fucking broken back Christian Bale Batman. <laughs> Just yeah, like, broken back, broken back, heavily plot armored Christian Bale Batman. What would that BVS look like? Very different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, this movie's this movie's solid. Uh, again, I like I didn't or I don't uh, really think any differently of it as far as like my opinions on its execution goes. It's just I just enjoy it more, uh, probably because uh, my hatred to- towards it has worn off. I never really hated it. It was just more like it was. It's fine, but now I'm like, oh, it's it's decent. It's good <laughs> uh, because like and I think there's this is a trend for all the Zack Snyder DC movies. Uh, there's always at least one incredible action sequence and the rest of it is just whatever and the incredible action sequences in this one is the fucking smallville fight oh my god oh yeah we're like just countless amounts of destruction just happening yeah and like fucking um sod's goons i always forget the names of I just, I just remember i just remember uh, feora yeah feora and the big boy uh, just <laughs> the big boy. Yeah, it's just going at Clark. Super good. I love how uh, Snyder depicted the the super speed in this. Like it's just fucking quick. Just hits, and it feels fucking like the the hits really feel like they hit. <laughs> like it's a it's a truly great action sequence. It's like if it's like that, in my opinion, that fight scene alone is just worth watching this movie for also it has a uh, one of my favorite scenes in it which is sort of an homage to uh superman 2 i believe uh but i think i honestly think it's executed better than this and then even better arguably in superman and lois in the uh in like the little restaurant and the guy pushes him and he just doesn't fucking move yeah he's just, he's just a brick wall it's so good <laughs> It's so fucking funny. The guy's just like, what the fuck? Bro didn't move. He's like a foot shorter than him. What does what he think was going to happen? <laughs> this jacked out of his mind, dude. He's like, what does that guy think he's going to do? Anyway. Um, yeah, solid movie. I still hate the suit. <laughs> I don't hate the suit, but it's it's fine, I guess. It's just too, it's just, the whole movie's too dark. That's a Snyder thing. Uh, whatever. But yeah, solid, solid way to start the DCEU. Uh, I think it has like a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it deserves all that. It's better than that. But yeah, a lot of the controversy from this movie stems from its third act and, you know, destroying Metropolis. Uh, because what the fuck? <laughs> like, like I understand like it's his first time doing it, but Jesus Christ, just leveling Metropolis. Anyway, I know. Uh, yeah, and then bold move for the DCU to go from Man of Steel and jump straight into Batman v Superman without any establishment of Batman in this universe. And I'm sure the thought process was like, oh, it's Batman. We all know Batman, but 
maybe if it was a more traditional Batman in this movie, maybe they could have gotten away with it. But the fact that it's so it's such a big departure from what we've seen on screen before, I think uh, <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah, I also just remember, like, you know, I, I, I definitely feel like part of this movie. I mean, one, one, one could argue that, like, it's probably its entire thing, but like, it's probably just like a, it was a definitely like a fan service thing. Because, you know, it's always like a Batman versus Superman thing. Like, people have been asking for this movie for, like, years. Oh, and big then, time. Like, and then, like, I just remember, I remember the amount of marketing this film had, like, just all over Times Square. Like, I've seen videos of it. Like, it was, like, Batman versus Superman. And, like... The marketing was uh, fantastic, I will It say. was in- insane. You know, like, how, like... um you know how like the Batman's marketing was where they had like all the like the car and like the costume like everywhere and like around the world. That's kind of what they did with BBS. I'm just like, damn, like and it's like with this much hype around it, I was like, this movie can't flop. <laughs> I was so wrong. That's still there's no reason that should happen. Like on paper, even if even the fact that it was bad. A movie with both Batman and Superman in the same film fighting on this on screen for the first time in history. Like why it shouldn't have underperformed, let alone get outgrossed by Captain America Civil War, which is huge in its own right, obviously. But it's Batman and Superman. <laughs> like it's just it's just insane to me. But yeah, obviously we've talked about this before, uh, but obviously if they really wanted to build a universe you got to do a Batman movie and then a Wonder Woman movie, at least the Trinity before you jump into a Justice League. Um, obviously, I think I think everyone knows that you, by now that you know. Obviously, they just wanted to catch up to the MCU because uh, you know same year. Obviously, they have Captain America: Civil War. Maybe mm-hmm. that was part of their reasoning to doing Batman v Superman. I don't know, but just not a good decision (laughs) because even though i don't love snyder's uh man of steel and i certainly don't like bbs like i think given you know if we take the writing tools away from snyder and chris terrio for that matter give it to fucking david s goyer or someone i don't fucking know and i think snyder could actually do a good batman movie if uh you know someone reins him in uh but where where are we putting bvs i'm thinking d tier (laughs) d yeah if yeah if it was regular d ultimate cut like c like lower like c minus personally i put bvs in f but i know that's no uh, no i put put it in d for that one shot for of uh that one right one like really random yet cool shot of uh Frank Miller's uh The Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah. What about the uh jar piss? What? The jar piss. What jar piss? What are you talking about? Are you serious? The jar of piss? I don't remember that. The crux of the I film, don't... the jar of piss, where Lex Luthor killed Elastigirl? He killed Elastigirl? Yeah, Holly Hunter. Um, dude, I haven't seen that movie in like years, bro. He was like, he was like, oh, she or she said like some saying. She was like, oh, 
something about some some about a jar of piss or whatever and called it granny's I, granny's iced tea or some shit like oh, that you know i do remember that and then she was at yeah. the courtroom and she was like oh shit it's it's piss and luther's not there and then the shit explodes that one <laughs> that one shot that guy in the wheelchair oh my god i'm sorry that that, that probably should laugh <laughs> and, and obviously uh you know, I talked about it with Man of Steel. The one action sequence in this that was good it was the warehouse sequence. If only the man, you know, didn't kill all those people. Uh, <laughs> could have been cooler. Right? It's also the. It's also. I also hate it because it's like Snyder fanboys are always like, "Oh, but the warehouse scene." Yeah, we get it, man. It's like the one scene you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it in D. Yeah, shit. And they also made fucking deep. Doomsday look like a goddamn Ninja Turtle, bro. Like a uh, deformed Ninja Turtle. And they turtle. shoehorned in the Justice League. Yeah, they fucking War Woman just comes out of nowhere. And they like Lex Luthor like gave them logos. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. It's such a fucking ridiculous. And they fucking shaved off his head. And he just looks like he just doesn't now look right with bald hair. I mean a bald a head. Fucking terrible Lex Luthor. <laughs> He's so bad. And his weird little noises that he makes. I don't even know, man. Yeah, I put an NF tier. Honestly, uh, the only reason why I would say it's probably grown on me isn't the fact that it's, uh, I like it. It's more the fact that, like, it's like Star Wars, where, like, even, like, with Attack of the Clones or The Rise of Skywalker, even though I don't like those movies and I think they're bad, it's still Star Wars, so I still get enjoyment out of it. You know what I mean? It's like that, where it's like, BVS sucks, and I hate it, but it's Batman and Superman (laughs) on screen together. Even though I, I don't particularly love the execution or the characterization of these versions of these characters, I'm like, nah, it's still Batman and Superman on screen, isn't it? having a good time and i still love that scene where um they're at luther's place and it's clark and bruce just like stare at each other down and like having a civil conversation that clearly has undertones of like fuck this guy save martha how do you know that name (laughs) i don't even want to get into that that's been been talked to death so funny but yeah not great yeah doomsday looks like a deformed Ninja Turtle, and it's just not... And also talking about doing BVS this early, doing Death of Superman this early, is also batshit. Like, what... Again, just trying to catch up to Marvel, just trying to throw anything at the wall, like their biggest stuff, and just it not... It's just... It's it's not... It's not working. <laughs> so, like, two movies in, and it's like, what what is this universe? Where is this universe going... I mean, clearly, clearly it's going to Justice League, but two movies that are bad to okay. And then, uh, and then of course the same year we get Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Holy shit. That horrendous shit. Uh, to be this is F tier. Yeah. Suicide Squad deserves to be an F tier. If you asked me like two, three years ago, I would have put this in C tier because I think I watched it like once or twice when it was in theaters and I remember coming out of it going like, Oh, that was fun. You know? And then I don't remember why I think, it, I think it was for in the lead up to the suicide squad, which we'll get to obviously. Uh, I was like, I'm going to rewatch suicide squad. Cause I remember, you know, having fun with it, 
you know, I, I, I was, I was aware that it was bad and I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to disagree with anybody, but it was like one of those, like, Oh, it's so bad. Like it's good sort of things. And then, uh, mm. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have rewatched it. It's <laughs> just <shit's> terrible. <laughs> the literally the only highlight is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. And I felt like, I was like, Oh, Will Smith was good. And like, he's he, like, he's good at with like what he's given. But like he does know he nothing about his character is cool. It's just like, oh look, we got Will Smith. Like he oh, doesn't we got do, Will Smith knowing how to shoot shit. He, except, except he doesn't really he doesn't do any cool deadshot stuff. He's just shooting. It's it's just so fucking lame. And then Jared Leto's Joker, horrendous. But again, Horrible. I came out of it going like I didn't love it, but you know, I he wasn't in it that much, and I need to see more to make a full judgment. I can make my full judgment now after Zack Snyder's Justice League, which again we'll get to, but I will save that. But yeah, it's yeah just... I, I feel like that was just like a, it was just a fucking jumbled fucking mess. And then like they're like, oh yeah, we have to fucking get rid of Enchantress. And I'm like, oh shit, Enchantress. I mean that that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's and still that like super cool shot with the hand coming out of the yeah doing the flip over. Yeah, that, that was that was really, really nice. And then like I don't know, I don't even know, man. And I'm I just don't know. I don't know, I don't know what, they, what they were cooking with this movie. I don't think they knew what they were cooking with this movie. Although I can't lie, I do kind of want to see the air cut. <laughs> really, air cut. I'm, I'm fascinated to know. Like, is it like how different would it be? Really? Like I know, well, obviously there'd be more. Netflix. Obviously there'd be more Jared Leto stuff. Apparently was supposed to tie in more directly into what Zack Snyder was doing but you know I think uh, if people don't know the story behind Suicide Squad number one uh, you know ironic considering the Suicide Squad but again trying to catch to the MCU they were like oh we need our own Guardians of the Galaxy and this was their answer to that (laughs) Uh, not great Um, but yeah I I don't know and you have like the worst version of Rick Flagg God, he was such a fucking asshole in that movie. I don't. I, oh well, I will get to it. We'll get to it. I was, was going to talk about the, the Suicide Squad, but we'll get to it. Uh, the only part I, I still remember genuinely liking uh, was that bit where like en- Enchantress is like making them see like what their lives, their lives. could be. Uh, yeah, we have that bit where with with Harley Quinn like clearly wanting a regular life, which I which I like because it you know which we see in birds of prey, but like we, it, it hits it like, Oh, she's, she wants normalcy and there is, you know, good and actual sanity within her. Part of the reason why I love Harley Quinn and also just her dynamic with Joker, which they, you know, we don't, we don't get really <laughs> in, in these movies, but, uh, I hope we do in James Gunn's DCU, but yeah, like it was something that I don't remember, uh, being so egregious in this movie until I rewatched it was the needle drops. Jesus. They were just everywhere and just completely out of place. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Killer Croc was bad. Bro, he's just yeah, a dude that's... with some scales on him. <laughs> they did wasted not try a... to make, did, I, did not even try to make him like a monster or anything. Yeah. They wasted Katana. They did. And did not even see actress. enough of Captain Boomerang. True. He, again, one yeah, one of the only highlights. We got the uh, Ezra Miller flash yeah. cameo. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was really cool. 
That was cool. Probably the only good performance he ever did as that character. Jesus. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know, man. I mean, he just goes in. He's like, honor among things, eh? And he just gets them. Like, I mean, that's the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> it's, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Then, of course, we have a Wonder Woman. You know, after all the after these three movies, you know, just being uh, critical failures, not necessarily financial failures. I mean, they did okay. I think Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad made more than they were maybe anticipating because uh, it was a success. Um, Yeah, made like seven hundred and forty-seven million dollars. Yeah, kind of a stupid amount. (laughs) Uh, But then we got Wonder Woman, which is the first critical success. For the DCU or the the DCEU, and uh, you know, for good reason. Uh, I have my issues with it, uh, particularly in its third act. But you know, it's a good movie. <laughs> that yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a long time either. I just know that's better than it's better than 1984. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, again. My issue with it is in its third act, you know, it being, you know, just gray smoke and lightning everywhere with a gray villain in some armor. And they're just, I don't know, it was just a lame third act. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's a bit of Captain America, the first Avenger in it, uh, but there's also some Chris Reeve Superman in it. uh, Some of that uh, tonality, which I thought was really fun. Uh, I like the I, I think Wonder Woman really works with the fish out of water sort of thing going on with her character. I kind of wish they, I, I understand why they wanted to flip it for Wonder Woman 1984. And it makes sense because obviously she, she would, I don't know. I just think it really, I think it mostly, it less so works for Wonder Woman and more so works for Gal Gadot's acting because <laughs> she's not great. Uh, but this sort of, this sort of vibe really works for her. And uh, yeah, the movie's just really solid. Where should we put it? I'm thinking a tier. A, that's that's fine. It's just good stuff. All right, Wonder Woman is A tier, and I don't remember how well it did financially. Obviously, obviously, it did well enough to get a sequel and shit, and you know, it was, it was uh very successful and probably the only movie in the DCEU that made Marvel go. Uh, oh, we should do it. Made it made um eight hundred twenty four million dollars. Very nice. That's amazing. That's really good. How much did BVS make? BVS. This made $872.7 million. Wow. <laughs> bro, bro is flabbergasted. That, it, should, it should not. I mean, it's a lot of money, but to, it should not, It should have made a billion easy. It should have made a billion. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Regardless, <laughs> anyway, then we have the infamous Justice League 2017, the Justice League. God. Here's oh, my th- oh god, <laughs> god. Here's my thing, right? Look, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so it's bad. Dude. But we, it's a lot of fun, isn't it, <laughs> dude? I, I remember we. Ray and I first saw this movie, and it opened. They opened up 
the shot it was the fucking movie with some weird ass <laughs> some weird ass angle with Harry Cavill and his lip looks deformed and exploding <laughs> we're both like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, we both we both we both looked at it and we were like, oh no. Because <laughs> we, we both knew that, you know, Henry Cavill was shooting Mission Impossible at the time and he couldn't shave like his mustache. So they're like, okay, well they're gonna CGI over his face and we're like, this could be really good or really bad. It was and, really bad. <laughs> and some shots it's fine. Like I, it, sometimes it actually looks like fine. Yeah. But then you go to that beginning part, and at the end where he's like, he's like saving the Justice League, and he's talking. Yeah, and that. Oh, it, and the that's uh, horrible. And the bit where he grabs Batman, he's like, "Do you bleed?" Yeah, and he smiles, and it just uh. looks. Uh. But yeah, uh, like Torrance said, he was he was shooting Mission Impossible at the time, and they were doing extensive reshoots because. Uh, they had to. Zack Snyder left the project due to his uh, daughter's Dark tragic dude. death. Yeah. Uh, so understandably, Zack Snyder had to leave, and Joss Whedon stepped in. Uh, and you know the studio after the flops that were BVS and Man of Steel, they sh- they were shooting Justice League like as BVS came out. So it's not like they were hearing any of the uh backlash to that film until Justice League was already shooting. So the studio was like, we need to bring levity into this. It needs to be brighter and more colorful. And Snyder left and Joss Whedon came in and they were like, okay, perfect opportunity to just change the movie. <laughs> and uh yeah, so he uh Henry Cavill was shooting Mission Impossible. He had the mustache uh and the beard. Gorgeous. Gorgeous looking man. God damn. Really working for him in that movie. And Warner Brothers is like, hey, uh, we need him to do some reshoots. Uh, we need him to shave the mustache. And Paramount was like, Yeah, no, that's not happening. And they're like, Okay, okay, look, look, uh, we can, he can shave the mustache and we will literally pay for you to CGI the mustache on in your movie, which is way easier than CGIing hair off of a person. And they, and Paramount was like, yeah, yeah, no, that's not, that's not happening. And so, yeah, they had to CGI. <laughs> and even then, they could have like literally gave him a mustache that looks identical to they, that. They could have just, they were reshooting so much of it already. They could have just reshot all his scenes with the mustache and beard Give him mullet. Yeah, no, exactly. Mullet for Superman. Yeah, that too. Because, like, literally, and it's funny because there was, like, a set photo of Henry Cavill wearing a black suit. And they're doing, like, shot, they're doing, like, test footage of stuff like that. And, yeah, 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 he had a beard and mullet, but they just got rid of it. I'm just like, ridiculous. You you robbed us. And you could have literally used that to make your movie better. But I guess not. So now we gotta fucking live with floating lip Henry Cavill for the rest of the fucking year. <laughs> Ezra oh Miller falling on Wonder Woman's boobs. Oh my god, that was crazy. The scene towards the beginning with Batman try uh, like apprehending that criminal, and he's like, "Alfred, are you seeing this?" Just just saying that in front of the criminal. <laughs> and the, this and is the, also where they had fucking Gal Gadot ass shots, right? Oh yeah, a bunch of ass shots. 
Yeah, they even showed him like in the trailer. I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And uh, terrible design for Steppenwolf. Yeah, that was horrible. CGI wasn't very good. Could have just made him a fucking, could have just made him a dude with some armor, but no. Yeah, this whole movie is disgusting. It's it's weird. It's fucking ugly. Um, Ben Affleck just changes physique and wigs in between shots. (laughs) I will say, I think the one inclusion that Joss Whedon made in this that I did genuinely enjoy was when they're all sort of like arguing and and Bruce like says says some shit about Steve Trevor to Wonder Woman and she pushes him into some boxes. He's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, (laughs) I I thought that was really good. But yeah, there's also that weird that that weird. I mean, like, I mean, it's not like weird, but like they're um, like they're helping with like the Russian family or whatever. Oh, yeah. That whole scene was like shut like shoehorned in by Joss. Because we got to see the humanity. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that movie was just horrible. Put that in F tier. But we had so much fun with it. Yeah, we did, because at the fucking very end, they had fucking Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke. True. That we'll shit was fuck, that shit, that shit was fucking fire, bro. I, I, still, I think I still have the video of us, like, freaking out over that. How would you have a video yeah. for watching the movie? Dude, I fucking pulled out my goddamn phone, and I just, and then, like, whatever, like, it stopped, like, the, the credits stopped, I was just like, well, it was like, shit, like, I fucking, like, recorded it. Like, I recorded, like, like a bit, like, a bit of it. I remember the fucking like there was like a like middle school girls like looking up at us like these fucking dumbasses fucking losers this movie sucked what are they freaking out for <laughs> my that shit's fucking flames bro that shit was that shit was fucking awesome yeah this movie was so bad but it was so fun because of how bad it was and that's why it's going in a tier that's crazy no it's going in F tier uh, above Suicide Squad though because it's better than Suicide Squad. <laughs> That that's fair. Uh, so Justice League made six hundred sixty-one million dollars. Yeah, it did not. It literally made like half of its fucking budget. Yeah, it's a that's horrible definition of a flop. And you know, Spider-Man: Homecoming made more. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know it's Spider-Man, but it's fucking <laughs> it's it's the Justice League, bro. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> Two made more money. Yeah, how the fuck you fucking up a Justice League movie like that? Shit's crazy. Thor Ragnarok made more money. Yup. Yikes, bro. Fucking yikes. And it's like, it's at this point that, like, because after Wonder Woman was like, oh, there's some hope for this universe. And then Justice League came out and it's like, nope, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> that was a fluke. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, yeah, so F tier above Suicide Squad. And then, you know, the hits just... The, the most weird random fluke in this entire DCEU Aquaman coming in, raking in a billion dollars. The only film in the DCEU to make a billion dollars is Aquaman. How, yeah. how and why I don't understand. But to me, I had a lot of fun with Aquaman whenever I first watched it. Eh. It's, it's like for me, it was like, okay, it's very colorful. There's something that I could like. I could just look at. I also also commend James Wan for not adding squids. Um, probably my favorite director and all that. You know, for for that reason, you know, 
Uh, Willem Dafoe's character is actually... I, I liked his addition. Yeah, I love the scene with Willem Dafoe and uh, the young Arthur Curry. That was a really good scene. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> and then, um, you know, fucking... I don't remember much of Amber Heard in this movie. It's probably for a good thing. Um, fucking Patrick Wilson as Ocean Master is a fucking dickhead. But he was looking kind of cool. And then, like, when I came out of it, I'm just like, oh, wow, this is DC's Black Panther Storyline-wise. <laughs> yeah, storyline-wise, yeah. But you came out of yeah. it like, man, black people are going to love this. No, no. <laughs> like, wow. This reminds me of a movie that I, I've seen a year earlier. It's the same year. Not, oh, the same year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Black Panther came out February of 2018, and Aquaman came out, like, later in 2018, like, fall. Oh, I'm dumb. Oh, I'm dumb as hell. I kept thinking that Black Panther came out in 2016. That's when he was introduced yeah. into Civil War. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're right. Damn. Oh no, no, that's that's, that's the wrong movie. I was looking at the. I, I typed in Aquaman and I brought up the Lost Kingdom, and I'm like, man, I don't remember December 21st, 2018. Yeah, yeah, this movie is two hours and 23 minutes. All these DCU movies are unnecessarily long. Right. And then like freaking Aquaman Lost Kingdom is like like barely two hours. It's like an hour and fifty five minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I'd put like Aquaman in C tier. Yeah. Well hmm. like high C, like low B. I would put it below BVS, but uh, I'm below BVS? Yeah. Like I haven't seen it in like a while. I don't know. I'll so. put it I'll put it C tier. I'm not gonna you, low I'm not gonna low fight C you on that low C. Uh, it made 1.1 billion dollars. That's just that's I, nuts. I don't understand. <laughs> is it is it just like Jason Momoa stands like because like I agree with it where I, I agree with you to an extent. Like I thought the story was fucking terrible, <laughs> but visually <laughs> it was incredible, and a lot of the yeah. action sequences were really fun. Uh. But yeah, that was pretty much the extent of it. <laughs> I did not, I did oh, not think then, it was great. And then like, oh, dude, don't even get me started on how they're on how they wasted Black Manta in this movie continuously with, with the Lost Kingdom, as we talked about before. Ugh, god damn it, I hate this. Horrible. Yeah. How do you wait? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, and then 2019 comes around. Uh, <clears throat> Because, yeah, Man of Steel, and then the three-year gap to BVS, and then Suicide Squad, and the next year, Wonder Woman, Justice League. The next year, we only had Aquaman, and then the year after, we get Shazam. Which was a breath of fresh air. What a great shit, movie. Shit was awesome. It's super fun. Like, like they're talking about, yeah, we we needed, we needed, like, levity. That's what this movie needed. Shazam is amazing. And a lot of people... And by people, I mean mostly Snyder fans. We're like, oh, it's just they're trying to do the MCU. It's just a fucking good movie, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like I the know. character is obviously Shazam of all the characters in the in this universe is gonna be the most colorful and and happy go lucky and bright in tone. Uh, it's just good. It's just a good time. It's it's good. It's good. I love it. And Zachary Levi isn't incredibly frustrating in this one. I know his acting is actually on par with Astro Angel, the equivalent. Instead of one being 
really weird and being consistent. So where are we, where are we putting this? Shazam, I put it in A tier. Or above Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> it's just good stuff. I still don't love the suit. Well, I do love the suit. The Design-wise, it's perfect, but yeah, it's just padded to all hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the only downside to this film really is the villain, but like, it's like almost it's like almost intentionally so where it's like i give it a pass and uh, a lot of the stuff in this movie i think david f sandberg less so obviously we'll get to it then shazam 2 there's a lot more horror elements in this that i really really enjoy uh yeah it has it has like a i feel like shazam has like an element of like 80s kid adventure films like the goonies or something and has that sort of vibe and I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. And then I always forget the actual release dates. I don't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, but Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was uh, February 7th, 2020. All right, bro, just had to... I'm, 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 I'm looking at it, that's why I bro, looked it bro up. brought receipts. Yeah, I brought up Wikipedia. Oh, and I did want to say that even though Shazam... Uh, it didn't make a ton of money for its budget. It was incredibly profitable. For sure. Uh, but yeah, Birds of Prey, one of the yeah. most underrated uh, DCEU movies. Yeah, we have Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Long ass title for no reason. Just should have been called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, because I remember like they like retitled it like during its time in theaters. Yeah. And this one uh, made even less money with two hundred million, but you know, considering COVID uh, and shit, was this a day and date release, or did that start with Wonder Woman? What? Like, did it come out on HBO Max at the same time? I don't think it did. I don't think Birds of Prey did because that. Because I remember it was, uh, that was in, like still in theaters, you know? Yeah, because yeah, it was. Yeah, because this was before the pandemic, like actually hit like the united states no it did hit the united states it was just i don't think they oh yeah, um, oh, yeah it was like I, I think it still had time for like right then you know because this is february 7th but yeah i don't think it, i don't think it i don't think it hit hbo max at that time yeah but One big, definitely did big uh flop but although considering you know circumstances it's not terrible yeah, for sure with uh 200 million uh, again, really solid. The cast is fantastic. Cool, yeah. Every everyone is fantastic in this movie. Um, I, I I have my I have my uh, qualms with this movie. One being not enough. Black Hugh Mask. McGregor. Yeah, Black Mask. Not enough of him. Um, not enough character development, man. It's not really. There's really not enough. I yeah, mean, like, of course, Harley Quinn has a lot of it, but... Yeah, because it's her movie, much. which is another reason well, why well, it should have been called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to see, um, you know, more of Black Canary, even a little bit more of Huntress. And then they made... I don't know why they made Cass, like, uh, Cassandra Kane a kid. Like, or like a kid that doesn't you know, do like, you know, fighting and stuff like that. I want to know why they did that. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't but, bother me either. I don't really give a shit. But it's like, hmm. But you're right. Like, they could have just named her something else. 
Yeah, it was just interesting, you know? Yeah, it was just, like, the sake of having a named DC character. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah, it was. it's just a fun time. Obviously, this was an answer to, you know, Deadpool, because uh, that does sort of have a similar, uh, not vibe necessarily, but, you know, like, fourth, fourth wall breaks or, like, talking to the audience or what have you. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... It's just a lot of fun, a lot of uh, a lot of cool action sequences in it, especially uh, in that third act. Uh, Ewan McGregor fucking explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Ewan McGregor as Black Mask, like you, you think that would be Jason Statham or something? Yeah, but I remember no. hearing he was cast. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I love Ewan McGregor, like, hmm. but I was like, huh? <laughs> but like, he does such a great job in this movie. He does. And I wanted more, and it, it's like. It's like, wow, like this is so good. It works. Cause yeah, it's just like a different take on black mask. Cause usually when I think of black mask, I think of like, obviously just dude in a suit and a black mask. And it's like Steve Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the cargo yeah, ship and the Batman shows up and beats everyone up or something. Yeah. Shit but then like, like, but then he's like, he's like, he's, he's funny. Like he's like, black mask is funny in this. Yeah, there, so there's cool. that part where he's, they're like peeling off people's like faces or whatever the fuck they're doing. And uh, this girl is like crying and he's about to spare him or her and, and he like she gets like snot on him or she is like snotting up because she's fucking crying. And he's like, is that fucking snot? You know what? I, I take it back. Just kill her. I don't care. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fun. And Margaret Robbie's obviously still a delight as Harley Quinn. I I think one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when like uh she goes to like the, the the deli she's getting like her like breakfast sandwich and like it's just the glamorized shots of all like, you know the eggs and like uh her like like him like making like the fucking sandwich it's so funny yeah because that's how i see food all the time i love it but yeah solid what a, so what a fun what a fun movie what a fun movie where do we put it i'm B-tier. thinking what b tier i'm thinking high b tier above man yeah. of steel yeah Hmm. Well, oh, yeah. too late. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say, man, it's still still above, but I mean, fuck it's it, locked you in. Did it. Oh, God damn it. Next is the first uh, day and date movie uh, for DC uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, uh, no. Oh, God. Look, man. Look. This movie's great. <laughs> The movie isn't as bad as people make it out to be, but it's still bad. I have my qualms with it. For me, I think it's gotten worse as time has gone on. Dude, they fucked up Cheetah, and I was excited to see Cheetah, too. Same, because, like, I love Kristen Wiig, and I think she genuinely could have killed that role. Yeah, but uh, yikes! And then and then they they I that's they follow this trope that I hate in movies. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the the fucking attractive character is played as some unconventionally attractive character that no one's attracted to, and Ugh. she's really nerdy and fucking weird. And it's like, and then she takes off her glasses and lets down her hair. Yeah, and all the guys then, are like, whoa like that's her oh my god i'm like shut the fuck up put your glasses (laughs) back on tie your hair back up you look fine you look amazing kristen wig yeah it's kristen wig you you mean to tell me you wouldn't 
Like you, you wouldn't date her. She has glasses and her hair up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's why I love that bit in Barbie where they do that same thing to like distract Ken. <laughs> yeah. He's, he takes off her glasses and he was like, now we can see your beautiful face. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you know, they're the eight, uh, course it that bit reminded me of um catwoman in the like older batman movies um, oh yeah that same thing fucking happens you know like she also like falls her death where she's reanimated and oh uh, she's like some some vixen now i hate that shit but yeah they ruined cheetah um the the little stone they had the uh the wishing stone. stone yeah the stone that was a cool concept um, I just thought that it was poor dude. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. That's all I got to say. Because, you know, you watch it in trailers and you're like, oh, how is uh, Steve Trevor you know, back? Chris, yeah, how you see Trevor? Yeah, how, how is he back? And then, like, in the movie, it's, yeah. <laughs> Rape. <laughs> anyway. Pretty, and, and then, and they also have Petra Pascal, which. Who's just a delight in this, isn't he? Fucking carried, carried Life the entire is good, film. But it can be better. I just, I love this. I love that guy so much. He's so fun. He's so, so good fun. Uh, <laughs> what a bad movie. <laughs> like, there's some, nah. there's some decent action sequences in it. Uh, but nothing like, nothing spectacular. Like, even Birds of Prey had better action sequences. The first one, Roman had better action sequences. Yeah, and then, like, of course, like I said, when it came to, like, when it came to Cheetah, they just made Kristen Wiig, like, an extra off the cast movie. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't look great. No, it did not. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if it would have been better to go less cat-like or more cat-like. I genuinely just think that if it, if it was, like, yeah, I think if if it wouldn't have been, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like the just the CGI around here just looks very, very off. Um, yeah, if they went like less cat-like. I think that would have been something, but it wouldn't have been Cheetah. But sure. I definitely think that it would have been like I don't know, man. Cheetah's just a fucking great villain or a great character that it just fucked up on. Oh my god, I don't know. Uh, probably uh, Gal Gadot's worst performance in any of these, <laughs> in my opinion. Especially toward the end where she's like trying to get everyone to rescind their wish. Ugh. Fucking terrible. Horrible. And it also made $170 million. Less than Birds of Prey. Which, you know, day and date, HBO Max. It's not a huge surprise, but also Jesus. <laughs> so where are we putting this? That's that's F tier, buddy. Uh, where in F tier are we putting it? It's above Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because at least there's some fun to be had. What about Justice League? I would say it's a. I would say it's a. But it's a. Hmm. I have more fun with Justice League. But that's also really bad. When we're in 1984, it's fine, but it's still bad. Um, yeah, like as a movie, it's not as bad as Justice League, but Justice League is more fun. I would say below Justice League. All right, below Justice League. Then we have the infamous. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League? That's an S tier. Hold your horses there. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, hold on. <laughs> what? Here's what I'll say, right? 
uh it certainly it surprised me because like i wasn't i was against the snyder cut because the fans were annoying as fuck right but i wasn't against the snyder cut because i do think snyder was absolutely shafted despite you mean you know not loving his vision for this universe uh he absolutely deserved to you know finish his vision but what i didn't expect uh was how different it was i really like obviously like the cliff notes version sure it's like it's basically the same uh but like man that like the whole third act is just like a completely different <laughs> film. like yeah it's so it's so different uh I, I love how most of the focus is on cyborg that's what i love about it too yeah like they made him an actual character instead of some just like emotionless like guy he actually does some stuff i know he actually he like saves a woman from being poor giving her a hundred k that's actually really good where 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 is cyborg at i need a hundred k but i wish i was cyborg but but, anyway, but yeah like, i don't know i i really like the movie it's it's really fun it's it does some things differently I just, I honestly, I think that's probably why I love Zack Snyder as much as I do. Like, um, seeing his vision in full and seeing what he was able to do, even despite, like, you know, his style and, like, his writing, I'm still was able to, like, love what he did. And that's, I mean, then again, I'm biased. I do love Zack Snyder. So I'm I'm going to say it it has to be an S tier. So here's why thing like I think as a movie, as a movie, as a it's movie, an no, as a movie, I'd give it like a six and a half to a seven out of ten. That's uh, pretty low, buddy. But considering the circumstances, uh, you know, surrounding the film, I also you know, understandably, him coming back and actually being able to do this, I understand wanting to just dump every piece of footage you absolutely have into this movie uh because you know obviously it doesn't need to be four hours uh considering the circumstances i give it like an eight out of ten because it's still snyder and i don't love that <laughs> but like clearly it's a infinitely better movie than justice league um i wouldn't put it s tier though i put it high a high high a I'll take. I'll, I put I'll it above it. Shazam. Yeah, put it put it in the very very front. I would have put it in this. And then we have James Gunn's Just, The Suicide Squad. That's an S. That's an S. That is a C. Keep yourself safe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I will be, I will be in your walls. <laughs> I will be looking at you all the time. Your every move. Who's to put say, that in S? Who's to say I don't want that? What? What? Yeah, I'll put it in S. Uh, obviously, like, okay, so at this point, James Gunn was fired off of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 for reasons we won't get into. And then uh, everyone was like, and by everyone, I mean everyone in the industry was like, we got to get James Gunn for something. And obviously Warner Brothers just gobbled him up for DC. Uh, they wanted him to do a Superman film. James Gunn was like, no, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, 
ironic now. Uh, but, know, you know, right. he opted to do The Suicide Squad. And, man, it's so good. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. I don't understand like, how James Gunn just does what he does. I don't. James Gunn just has the ability to work in ensembles. It's, it's just incredible. And the fact that, like, I just love how, you know, of course, you know, there's, like, two teams, like, and I was wondering how that's how that was going to work because, you know, in the trailers, you only see, like, you know, handful of people. And it's like, okay, well, okay, well, we have two teams. Like, you know, what's going to happen? And then it happens. I'm just like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like, based on the trailer, you have an idea of who's going to die. But yeah, just right at the beginning, they all get offed. Was not yeah. expecting that. Like, we all know Pete Davidson was going to die. Yeah, <laughs> obviously that's gonna happen. I remember, I remember, like just like all the castings of like the movie were like Pete Davidson. Yeah, what is, what, what is he doing in here? And then a just, weasel, huh? Yeah, weasel, and it's like sh- like Sean. I'm like, huh? Like what? I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, Captain Boomerang like, being back, I was excited for that. And then he was off. I was pretty sad. And then we have like Nathan Fillion, TDK. Yeah. Like, what does TDK stand for? The detachable kid. What? So he's arm fall uh, off boy? No, he's TDK. <laughs> and then like Dark Javelin. Knight. Javelin was, was 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 really cool being mentioned. And then yeah, you know, we have also the 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 regular team, you know, with you know what what was the um Idrisalva's character name again? I forgot his name. Uh, uh hold on, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't it's, tell me. Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yes. I was thinking blood something. Bloodsport, and then you have the fucking greatest iteration of King Shark next to Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn series. Um Peacemaker, Ratcatcher 2, Polkadot Man. Man. Great. Uh yeah, dude. Uh, that this movie is just amazing. There's I, I can talk about it like all day. And arguably the maybe the best version of DCEU Harley Quinn. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. like you know, she's like re- she's like really smart, and she's not like a she's not like of course you know Harley Quinn is never like really like an idiot, but she's like she has like a purpose in this yeah. movie. She's batshit, but she knows what she's doing. Yeah, and like Star Starro being the villain. That's talk the most about, James Gunn ever. Talk about some ever. shit I was not expecting. <laughs> and also, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting because I knew it was going to be rated R and what have you. But man, it's violent. I know. I was not expecting it to be as violent as it was. Like when J- when James Gunn, when Pete Davidson got his face shot off. I know. I was, oh, like, I was like, holy. Super jarring. I was, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, so that's the kind of movie that we're in for. Okay. But yeah, Starro was not expecting that in the way that we got it fucking full-on kaiju it looks ridiculous but also insane and cool and scary at the same time there's that shit where you know obviously all this the starro thingies are plopping up on people's faces and shit on the people and i'm like oh my god but there's like the lab scene where like one's getting like peeled off yeah (laughs) yeah that that was like that's so it's so crazy and then like dude but yeah there, there's like so much comedy there's so much violence and blood and gore but yeah it's like this movie has just like a shit ton of heart which is amazing 
it's crazy how like like every character is like lovable and like in some like some sort of way especially with like fucking peacemaker because at first i was like man john cena like i love you but i fucking hate you right now yeah and and then it's like later on it's like okay well i love you yeah because like by the end of the movie it's like because because i think before the movie even came out it was like oh also peacemaker is getting his own series Mm-hmm, yeah, because they're working out that at the same time. Which was like, oh man, they're really confident in this. Obviously, they should have been. But then by the time the movie ended, it was like, this is the guy that's getting the series, really? Yeah. But then, you know, obviously we've seen Peacemaker now. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Always trust in James Gunn. For sure. But yeah, obviously a fantastic film. Fantastic. S tier, definitely. But it's uh, it's too bad that it was such a flop, though. Am I right? I guess. Ah, bro, that shit, that shit flopped. We got to bring Zack Snyder back. His movie wouldn't have flopped. Yeah, it made less money than Wonder Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. That's crazy. Uh, but then we have Black Adam. So you know, after the Suicide Squad, finally the hierarchy of the DC universe. <laughs> Changed, changed with Black Adam, the most fucking painfully average movie ever. It's so average that it's like it's it's worse than average. It's fucking like literally mediocre. Yeah, this shit was this shit was not good. I don't fucking um, fucking The Rock being the most one dimensional character I've ever seen. Not even like fucking crazy. Like I love how they they try to they they're doing the the JSA. That was actually a pretty that was a pretty cool concept they were trying to do, but it was just not done well. Uh, fucking Hawkman being like literally a one dimensional character as well. So to, boring. Par- to parallel, The Rock is just horrible. And then you have like Pierce it. Brosnan's Doctor Fate, which was mm. probably one of the best best castings and the best, like definitely a top ten like costume ever. So good. And they fucking and they fucking like wasted him. Yep. I just like how the fuck like how the fuck are you gonna like how are you gonna kill off Doctor Fate? Yeah. And then but like then again like like this is some shit that Doctor Fate can fucking do, and then they kill him off. And then, but not only that, you fucking waste him throughout the film. He's he so he, powerful. He, There's no reason. He, he I does just... the same shit, like in the fucking film, like, and it's fucking insane. That kid's in it. He's a terrible fucking actor. Dumbass so bad, kid, bro. I'm, the I'm Rock sorry. pisses me off. Because no, has... no offense to the kid, but like the acting in this movie was not good. Yeah, provides no fucking. But he's so unnecessary. The Rock pisses me off because, like, he's clearly very talented and he could do so much more. And then, but like he, he's and this like, movie's he's been working asshole. on, been worked on for almost two decades. Yeah, but when it comes to like making movies, he's like an asshole, like terrible business partner. Yeah, he has the same thing. He has like the contract shit. Loki fucked over Henry Cavill. Yeah the best look of Henry Cavill and that's it bro even had the loop in his hair oh my god like my man like this is the Superman we fucking wanted and then like he just we're never gonna see him again oh 
it's just frustrating. I want to I want to put this low D. Low D. Yeah. Below BVS. Cuz yeah. at least BVS is trying to do something. Yeah, for sure. Black Adam's just fucking there and then like doesn't even fucking tie to Shazam and like they still keep he still kept doing that fucking Mr. Mind shit. I'm tired of seeing that goddamn caterpillar, bro. Fuck that. The fuck are you talking about, bro? That's that's Shazam. Yeah, that's Shazam, but still, I'm so angry. Because they can't, because they never meet up. I'm so angry. Hey, but at least it almost made $400 million. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Let's let's move on. (laughs) Oh, wait, yeah, so yeah, below BVS? Below BVS, yeah. Yeah. Fucking yikes. Then we have Shazam 2. Fury of the Shazams. Horrible. (laughs) <laughs> I would say horrible. I mean, it's not great, is it? But it, it's bad. Um, like I said, like the when we talked about it in our review, um, this movie tries to do something and it doesn't. It doesn't work. Zachary Levi. It's funny because like this before this movie came out, there's a bunch of shit came out about Zachary Levi and how he's just like a piece of shit or whatever. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh wow, that that doesn't. That does not help your case at all for this movie, and we saw it. And I, I was I was struggling throughout the entire movie because I had to fucking go pee, and I was gonna like probably piss myself in the theater. But thankfully, I didn't. Um, but like you know, like I said, like Asher Angel, he, he was so good and he was so consistent. But then you go go to Zachary Levi, he's all like happy and like go giddy in these serious situations and Massive I'm like disconnect. My like why? Why like, is there like a disconnect? There was even a little bit of that in the first one, but in this one it's egregious. Yeah. And then you know the whole like three sisters thing or you know like you know, the three sisters the uh, the gods or whatever, you know, Helen Mirren and Lucy Lou. I just was not a fan of them at all. Especially Lucy Lou's character. Like I'm I just don't yeah, like she the was scene. lame. I don't like seeing the. I like Rachel Ziegler whole, and Helen and Helen Mirren, but yeah, Lucy Liu's character was just. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just tired of seeing the trope of like, oh my god, humans are bad, we gotta kill them all. Like, uh, okay, like, uh, like the fuck did I do? I like <laughs> the, I like uh, Jimon Hansu is inclusion, but at the same time, I also feel like he didn't need to be there. Yeah, um, I can I, I kind of felt like. If he was there, like in voice, that that would have been cool or something. But yeah, we didn't really need to see him. Yeah, and then of um, course you have. Yeah, they fucking they fucking foiled Wonder Woman in Fandango trailers and like other trailers and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh my god, here we go. And then once she f- finally shows up, you can tell that they just shot on different days. Yeah on a like weird green screen it looks terrible it would have been it would have been a a lot more interesting had shazam died but no yeah like if you know it's the end of your universe whatever they probably didn't even fucking know that they probably didn't mm-hmm. yeah i don't know uh but yeah like uh, we've talked about it in our review but like after the first one it's like oh i want to see more of the shazamly and then we get a little bit in the beginning and then they're just regular again it's yeah. like okay. Like I understand it's a Shazam movie, but come on, man. Like half of half of what the, make the, makes these movies fun is the family. For sure. But you know yeah, and... it made a it, it didn't even make a hundred fifty million dollars. 
Damn. Well, yeah, that's right. It made, it made like 130, right? It made $134 million. Yeah. Yikes. And then, and, then, and then, like, to continue on, fucking Zachary Levi was, like, like being so butthurt. And, like, he was having, like, a mental breakdown on, like, Instagram. Being like, such a the movie. bitch baby about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get over yourself. Grown-ass man, bro. But, anyway, but yeah, I, I say this goes in D tier. D tier? Yeah, I put it above Black Adam. Black Adam, yeah. BVS? No, just above Black Adam. Okay, I'm not gonna fight you. At least, there. at least I can. At least I can. At least the movie is tolerable because Rachel Ziegler's in it. I would put it above BVS, but I'm not gonna argue with you. I don't care that much. <laughs> I don't. I didn't like it that much to, to really. At uh, least we have the ultimate cut to compare with you know with BVS. We can I'd shoot still put it in, above. But... Nah. Shazam is. I mean, I, I mean, BVS is better than Shazam too, in my opinion. What's and the then next one? we have arguably the best movie of 2023, The Flash. Let's see. I'd probably put it low C, high D. I'd put it. I'd put it above Aquaman. Well, where do we put Aquaman again? C. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Because again, we've talked about it. Bad movie, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Bad movie is a lot of fun. Highest, the lowest lows, yet the highest highs. Never seen a second act more stronger in my life. Yeah. Um, Fair. Fair. Yeah. It costs like $300 million to make, a decade to make, and it only made $270 million. <laughs> Damn. It barely made more than Birds of Prey. <laughs> Is your, I, I just oh it didn't even make back its regular budget let alone the marketing budget oh my god yeah not only that but Andy Muschietti so cooked uh, I just I can't I love how it's even so bad like James Gunn was supposed it was supposed to be like oh it resets the universe but then they were like you mm. know what <laughs> it's just uh it's still it's like it's own little thing you know I don't want it <laughs> it's not connected at all actually but then we have a uh, blue beetle. Beetle is like solid. It's solid. I probably put it like I put it B tier. Yeah, like like yeah, like low B. Below Man of Steel. Yeah. 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 I was I was, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I did kind of enjoy Blue Beetle more, but at the same time, I don't know. Visually, the thir- the third act is a little weak. Third just, act's just a little a tiny, weak and tiny, tiny bit. And then I thought about the Smallville fight scene, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Blue Beetle, a lot of fun. It is it is a lot of fun? I I love um, Zolo in it. It's She's very amazing. it's your very bog standard superhero film in the way that Black Adam was, except Black Adam's also terrible. So. <laughs> Yeah, because at least like like because Black Adam, it's like it's super average, but with the the stuff there, the stuff that's there that's not average, they don't do anything with. I think that's why mm-hmm. it's so frustrating. Uh, whereas Blue Beetle, it's just it 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 actually utilizes what it has to yeah. you know its fullest extent, which is mostly the suit. <laughs> yeah, and the suit. Yeah, that that suit just that there. Yeah, that's a. 
Oh my god, it's such a top ten comic book suit, bro. It, it's it, 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 like I remember the set photos coming out, and you know, yeah, Payne and I were like, dude, this is practical, and we were just in awe. Such a ridiculously good looking suit. I know. Too bad the rest of the movie looks like shit. Not really. That's crazy. But there's some shots that ooh, <laughs> yeah, they have the, yeah, there are some shots that I'm like, ooh, you can tell. Yeah. It made less than Shazam 2, but, you know, I think everyone's pretty done by this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, at the Flash came out, people were like, okay, so we're done with uh, this universe now? We can move on? No, Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aquaman 2. Yeah. Speaking of Aquaman 2, where are we putting that? D. D. See, that's high the thing. I, I think it's... High D, low C. I think it's better than the first Aquaman, though. I, I would I would agree, yeah. So it's got to be C. Yeah. Unless we, uh, we could move Aquaman down. Mm, I think it's I think it's better than the first Aquaman, but not by much. Okay, so just both in C. Yeah. Just directly above. Yeah. Okay. And not dissimilar to the first Aquaman, um, it's done weirdly well at the box office obviously nowhere near a billion dollars but it's made almost 400 million dollars mm-hmm. which compared to blue beetle and aquaman and shazam or blue beetle aquaman blue blue beetle the flash and shazam why is it making so much money i don't know probably, probably because the woo is back the what the woo bro randall park oh <laughs> I was like, what bro. the fuck? I thought you were talking about Wu-Tang Clan. I was like, what? No, the Wu, bro. Jimmy Wu. I was like, what's the Randall Wu Park. doing in Aquaman? The Wu, bro. Jimmy Wu, Randall Park. Yes, of course. Randall Park, and then we have... I mean, we have something of Black Manta. <laughs> we have something. <laughs> and we have more character of... More, more character arcs. You know, I'm something of a Black Manta myself. Ocean Master... Ocean Master is more is more of a character. Bro, the list looks fucking weirdly uh like a pyramid? No. Like super like organized. <laughs> well, I'm upset to get to you. Just, okay. Just the way it works out. Let me see this. Oh my goodness. It looks very colorful. Oh, this is so cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the, uh, just looking at the list, we have, just to recap, we have in F tier, we have Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman 1984, Justice League 2017, D tier, Black Adam, Shazam Fury of the Gods, Batman v Superman, C tier, Aquaman, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, The Flash, B tier, Blue Beetle, Man of Steel, Birds of Prey, a tier, Wonder Woman, Shazam, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and an S tier, The Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that, that we can notice in this in this uh, tier list here is that there's no particular uh, tier here that like has more movies in it than others. It's all just very uniform. Because like in our MCU one. Most of the uh, films and TV shows were A tier, and that was the that was easily the longest uh, 
part and then it was b tier and then s tier and then cdf but like this one is just it's just it's equally decent to good as it is terrible which uh is unfortunate (laughs) it really is uh but you know luckily we're getting the dcu james gunn's dcu this year technically but man what a universe decade We've had this we've had it for a decade literally I and know, it's right? just this is what it is 16 films a tv show that might not even technically be canon anymore yikes hmm. but you know there's some good there's i mean there's I'm, I'm not mad at it like there's good stuff like shazam and wonder woman and jack Snyder's justice league and birds of prey but whoof just a lot of bad but what do you think about the dceu as a whole mm, i mean it's something would you <laughs> would you say it uh succeeded succeeded in being trash probably yeah. <laughs> no i mean like it's i mean it's bad but like i mean there i mean of course obviously there are some projects that come there are some good projects that come out of it obviously you know the thing thing that that could have made the dceu a lot longer um obviously had they taken their time instead of competing with the mcu would have been a lot better uh and i mean the inclusion of different characters would would have been cool oh wait 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 hold on hold on what about peacemaker that doesn't count that doesn't count no that doesn't count oh that would have counted if it did count, but, what it would be S tier? S S tier. Yeah. That's yeah, S tier. What a surprise. Two James Gunn projects in S tier. <laughs> but he definitely should run DC. That that'd be terrible. He doesn't I, know what he's doing. I know, right? It's not like we're getting Superman Legacy next year. But but yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I mean, it's pretty much like the main thing that everyone's been saying for like years now. Is I that, saw some shit on Twitter that's some guy said no one wants a funny Superman. And that's why James Gunn shouldn't do it who said it would be funny but you know let let people talk they're gonna be talking now and they're gonna be the first one on fandango buying tickets i mean yeah they're, they're gonna be sitting in their seats day one true yeah i think they're, the, gonna, call, they're gonna call off work and tell them <laughs> i'm gonna see superman legacy but yeah i think the biggest issue with this entire universe is is purely just them trying to catch up to the mcu and not just taking it at their own pace what yeah, a bunch of me, idiots. Me, me personally, I wouldn't care. Like, because I mean, if we're getting like movies from the MCU, I wouldn't care if like it took them like two or three years to release like a project, like a, like a project or two. That I wouldn't have minded that. Had it been like great quality, but yeah, obviously they're just trying way too hard to do that. And then some of their projects are mediocre and, and they're garbage, you know? Yeah. Unfortunate. But uh, did you watch anything this week? Oh, shit. Did Did you watch watch anything anything this week? week? Did you? (laughs) What of the 15,000 things did you watch? Uh, Let me see. Where did I leave off on last time? I think I left off on... When did we... When was our last podcast? Last week. I think you you stopped on the Equalizer 3. Really? I think so. Oh damn. Okay. Well, um. But then if we're, I left on the Equalizer three, 
Then I watched The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, Barry Keegan, he's a he's a freak. He's but he's so he's so good at that. Um, Colin Farrell is also really really good in this as well. Um, overall, just a very crazy story. Um, and then I watched the one with Jet Li. Uh, that was like it's funny because that's like an uh, unironic good multiversal movie. Kind of probably would have started the multiverse stuff. Um, I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool. It's it's like it's average. Um, it's the most two thousand early two thousands movie you'll see. You know, lot lots of blue tint. Um, lots of you know that that very matrix, very matrix, and like every single like fucking like part of the soundtrack is all just like you know like heavy metal rock music, and yeah. Also, this is a um. A timeline where Jason Statham has hair, so that's kind of really off to see. It was off-putting. Then I watched Birth of the Dragon, which is a supposed to be a Bruce Lee biopic, but it's actually just a biopic about like some white guy saving an Asian woman. I don't know how Bruce Lee got sidelined in his own movie. It's really it's not the best. It also supposed to talk about like the the fight of Bruce Lee and. Blue Jack Man, and it's not the best. I probably pronounce, I definitely pronounced his name wrong, but whatever. Then I watched Requiem for a Dream. Uh, Jared Leto, pretty he's pretty good in this. Um, so is Marlon Wayans and Jennifer Connelly. They all play really great roles in this. It's a really sad movie. It's super sad, but I think it's good. I watched a short film called Back- Backstroke. It's a short film. It's good that's all i gotta say i watched old boy like that movie is insane it's insane probably has one of the craziest twists i've seen in like movies so far um but i really i really really enjoyed it then i watched the black phone that's pretty cool i liked it a lot could show more of being uh ethan hawk though but that man's just a ethan man man just likes to kill kids oh I watched the Society of the Snow. That was it's a, a pretty good movie, really good drama. It's on Netflix. Um, Netflix has been pumping out some solid stuff lately. Surprising. Uh, I watched the Whale. That was really really sad. I know mean, it wasn't really sad, but it's sad. It's a nice drama. Um, Brandon I like Fraser it. being a Brandon Fraser is a he's a powerhouse dude. Like his. I- his role in this, it's so like, it's so like heartbreaking. I saw behind the scenes and like, I saw that like a lot of the, the, like the making him gigantic was like a combo prosthetics and CG. Yeah. Because so basically he was wearing like a fat suit and of course he was wearing like, you know, makeup and stuff and the C the CG, I think it's probably because like when he was walking uh, it's probably what where the CG was, and like mostly on his face too, just like kind of like on his like let like his face and like just over, probably all around his body because most of the time he's like sitting on like a couch and like a wheelchair and stuff like that. Yeah, because he's huge. So yeah, what you call so him? So that's probably yeah, that's probably what, what it was. Um, but Sadie Sink is also really good in this too. Um, everyone just did really well in this movie. Especially, especially Hartley from Iron Man Three, 
he mentions Tony Stark in this movie, so that's kind of cool. Does he actually? No, he doesn't. Oh. Um, I watched Face Off, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. They're they they're so funny. It's such a it's such a delight seeing them together. It's the most John Woo movie ever. Because I mean, like, I watched this, and then I'm like, oh wow, this is. And then because of course John Woo directed Mission Impossible Two, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. Um, then I watched Lady Bird, really great coming of age drama movie. I liked it. Breda Borwick. Yeah. And I rewatched the Batman. It's a fucking masterpiece. I don't got to say much else. It's literally a fucking masterpiece. We actually did a, we did a podcast on that. We did. Man, it's crazy. Fucking Batman. is so, so goddamn good. Um, I, I watched Nyad. It's a biopic about Diana Nyad and, uh, her completing, the swim from Cuba to Florida. Um, it's good. You know, I, I liked it. And then I watched After Sun. That was a really... I think it's a good movie. Um, it's sad whenever you think about it. Like, about how, like, the themes are. Um, other than that, it was good. And that's about it. Can I ask why you're watching these? Why am I watching these? Like I said, I'm playing catch-up right now. Catch-up for what? I'm... I'm catching up on movies that I just haven't seen in like last year in like 2022. But I'm also so like, like, these are like movies that are like on, like you wanted to see or you just, well, like it's also like, yeah, it's, it's things that like I wanted to see. And it's also just like, I'm just kind of like innocent in a way, like broadening my horizons. Cause like okay. for me, like Nyad, I probably wouldn't have even like thought about it. I mean, I didn't think about it. Yeah, that, the, that's like, most of it. I was looking at. I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. I but like usually, like whenever it comes to like letterbox movies, I'm literally just like looking at like my friends' letterbox movies, and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll watch it. Like you know, like for me, it's like, um, you know, for example, like my friend like watched like uh, like Little Miss Sunshine. I'd watch it. For you, you watched RoboCop. I'll watch it. And you told me to watch another movie as well. I'm like, I'll watch it, you know? Abre los ojos. Yes. I'll watch. I'll definitely, I'm just going to watch it, you know? I'm just like, I'm just in a mood to like watch movies, man. Okay. And like, and like also like with, with like TV shows, I was on a Peacock and I watched Parks and Rec. Watched like a little bit of it, but I had to go do something, unfortunately. So I'll get it. I'm God getting back it. into that season two, episode one. All right. I watched uh, Do the Right Thing. Yeah, sir. That's good. Um, I don't know. It was okay, I guess. It was okay. Yeah. No, it was oh, really I good. I didn't know. Yeah. I I knew the movie was about police brutality mm-hmm. and what have you, but I thought I assumed that's what the whole movie was gonna be. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like right at the beginning, not right at the end. <laughs> so I'm yeah, like, no. I'm like. I'm like an hour into the movie. I'm like, nothing's happened. <laughs> uh, so I did. I was, I was like, what's, what's the deal? But again, after, you know, everything that happens at the end, I was like, ah, I see. I get it now. I understand. Uh, I also rewatched the uh, Inglorious Bastards. God, it's good. So it's amazing. Christoph Waltz's best performance. IMO and Brad Pitt's best performance. In my opinion, Nazis. We're gonna kill the Nazis, and they're gonna be destroyed. 
I want a hundred Nazi scalps. Fucking love it. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> I I tally. <laughs> the dialogue's so quick in that with him with him specifically. God, it's good. Michael Fassbender though. It's always oh, like, Fass, oh cool, God. it's Michael Fassbender. And then, <laughs> and then he's just out. <laughs> oh, it's good. I love it. Uh then I watched uh Robocop, like you said. Good stuff. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot more violent than I expected in a good way. Uh, mm. uh, also man, man, the prosthetics, it just hold up like crazy in that movie. God damn. Uh, but yeah, really solid movie. Uh, very, it's clearly of its time, but it's also like a lot of the themes still apply. It's one of those, um, but yeah, really solid stuff. And then I watched A Futile and Stupid Gesture, which is on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original. And it's about the creation of National Lampoon, which, you know, was a magazine. And they did movies like National Lampoon Vacation with like Chevy Chase and what have you. And uh, it was solid. It's a, a massive all-star cast. Will Forte is uh, plays the main character in it. It's based on... It's mostly based on a true story. It takes liberties, but it's also like it's very it's very tongue in cheek. Like the the narrator is like, look, not all of this, not all of this is accurate. <laughs> like like this is uh some of its you know creative liberties and shit. Um, but a lot of the uh, cast is is really interesting because they're playing real people, but part of the joke is that they don't they're not doing impressions necessarily they're not doing they're not meant to look exactly like the people they're playing like bill murray's in it not the actor bill murray but a guy playing bill murray and the impression's actually not that bad but he looks nothing like bill murray joel McHale is in it you know jeff from community and he plays chevy chase <laughs> and it's just like it, it, it's weird just because you know community but also it's just like obviously he looks nothing like chevy chase uh and you know there's a bunch of other people like that uh Domo gleason's in it uh you know fucking hux from star wars he's also yeah. he's one of the main characters and i literally did not realize it was him until the end of the movie <laughs> I was he like, wait a minute. He, he looks recognizably unrecognizable. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was solid. I wanted to like it more, but uh it it was it was a uh, it was good fun. It was also executed really well. There's a lot of creative shots in it. Um and then I also finally took me way too long. Uh I finally watched The World's End. Uh you know, the the third movie in the Cornetto trilogy. It was good stuff. Uh I thought the message was really heavy handed, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's not, it's not that kind of movie, <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun. It, uh, these, but Shauna, they, they had hot fuzz and the world's end. Uh, they're, they're really short movies. All things considered. Like, I feel like the average nowadays is like two hours, uh, but they're like an hour and a half to an hour 45 and they fit a bunch of shit. The dialogue is so quick and sharp. Obviously, it's Edgar Wright, so you know action's gonna be good. The action in this is really good, but it's it's like it's like too good almost because it's like they're just supposed to be like four or five regular dudes, and they're just like just killing shit. <laughs> like like there's yeah. like, it's 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 kind of like they shouldn't be able to do this, but it's fine. Uh, it's it's like Shaun of the Dead where it's like everything's normal, but you know 
there's some shit afoot. Hot Fuzz is kind of the same way, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's really solid. Uh, concept interesting. Uh, Edgar Wright is just doing his thing. And obviously Simon Pegg and all, and all them are also doing their thing. It's really fun. It's about, um, this guy who Simon Pegg plays, who, who like peaks in high school and just can't let that part of him go. Uh, and he just drags his friends along with it. Really, really simple premise that, uh, they just go crazy with, uh, really solid. Uh, uh, I wanted to like it more, but it's, but you know, it's, I think it, to most people, it's the worst of the Cornetto, Cornetto truly, but it's, it's still really solid. Uh, but yeah, that is all I watched, I think, unless I'm forgetting something, but I don't think I am. So is that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E Nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Torn Guy on Instagram amazing we also have a discord if you'd like to join the conversation there those will be linked in the show notes you can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in you can also review the show in app on apple Podcasts. if you leave five stars in a review it would really help us out thanks again for listening to the adventures podcast we'll see you next week later <laughs>